It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Leader. It's down to Sunak versus Truss, but who will be our next Prime Minister? The question now for our members is, who is the best person to defeat Keir Starmer and the Labour Party at the next election? I believe I'm the only candidate who can do that. I'm the person who can go into number 10, I can hit the ground running and I can get things done. And I think that's what colleagues have voted for. And that's what I now want to take to Conservative members around the country. We have our final two candidates for the next Tory party leader, former Chancellor Rishi Sunak and Foreign Secretary Liz Truss. They've managed to make it through five rounds of voting, fending off six other official nominees. But the hardest part of the race has only just begun. They have hustings to face, TV debates, and it's a while yet until the outcome is known on the 5th of September. Who has what it takes and which one will come out the victor? David Bond is the Evening Standard's deputy political editor. I don't think it's a surprise that we've ended up with Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss. I think before the start of the uh, leadership contest with that vast cast, you remember, of all those different names that were in the hat at the start. I think most people thought that we'd end up with Truss and Sunak at the end. I think it perhaps is a surprise as we've watched the voting through those various rounds by Conservative MPs and, you know, the surge of Penny Morden and Kemi Bade not doing better than expected. But I think in the end, we've ended up with the two candidates that most people would have predicted. David, can you give our listeners a bit of a background on who they both are and where they stand on things? Yep. So I'll try and do this uh, quite quickly. So Rishi Sunak, uh, former chancellor, of course, he resigned, triggering the confidence crisis for Boris Johnson, along with Sajid Javid uh, a couple of weeks ago. But, you know, best known as the COVID chancellor, dishing out £400 billion of support, most notably uh, through furlough, became a regular fixture on our TV screens at those COVID press conferences during the crisis. And uh, interestingly, he's been on a journey which has taken him from the right of the party or seen as being on the right of the party, a Brexiteer, someone who was committed to fiscal conservatism, low taxes, to being portrayed by his rivals now in the Conservative Party as a socialist chancellor, sort of almost like a Blairite new Labour figure dishing out billions of pounds in public spending and isn't necessarily fair because I think he is now saying that he wants to get back to low lower taxes and cutting taxes. But he has made it absolutely clear that to do that, you need to, first of all, tackle inflation and get the public finances or keep the public finances on track. So uh, that's his sort of main 
uh, uh, pitch to the Conservative Party members who will now make this decision over the next few weeks. As for Liz Truss, she's been on a sort of reverse journey. So she started out as a Remainer, on, considered on the left of the party, perhaps, even in her distant past as a Liberal Democrat. And so she's seen as something, uh, her critics would say that she is something of a shapeshifter, because now she is very much the candidate of the right of the party, pledging uh, £30 billion worth of tax cuts now to try and boost economic growth and deal with the cost of living crisis which people are facing. But she's foreign secretary at the moment. She's been, uh, along with Boris Johnson, very much at the forefront of the West's trying to stand up to Vladimir Putin over the uh, invasion uh, of Ukraine. And before that was trade secretary and really sort of championed her, the post-Brexit trade deals that uh, she she delivered. So a very prominent figure in Boris Johnson's cabinet and before that in Theresa May's government and even before that, David Cameron. So she's been uh, around government for, for a, a fairly long time. What are they each promising if they win? Well, I mean, as I just said there, you know, uh, big battleground for this uh, leadership contest uh, time of a cost of living crisis is, of course, the economy. So Rishi Sunak standing on the platform, denouncing fairy tale economics of his rivals as he sees it, promising tax cuts only when inflation is under control, but pledging tax cuts soon versus Liz Truss, who is saying that actually tax rises under Sunak have taken Britain close to recession uh, and he would reverse the increase in corporation tax from 19% to 25%. And we'll reverse the uh, national insurance rise, which came in in April of 1.25 percentage points. But then on Brexit, I think there are notable differences as well, because Rishi Sunak, again, as I said, you know, a Brexiteer, someone who definitely campaigned for Brexit, unlike Liz Truss, who campaigned for Remain, uh, I think he would now look to try and be, uh, try and find a compromise, try and find a way through on the Northern Ireland Protocol row with Brussels. Whereas Liz Truss, as Foreign Secretary and the person responsible for this recent Northern Ireland bill, which looks to rip up parts of the Northern Ireland Protocol, those trading arrangements for Northern Ireland, she is likely to take a much firmer line against Brussels, uh, and that could lead to further confrontation. And then on things like levelling up, uh, Rishi Sunak has pledged to continue Boris Johnson's agenda on uh, dealing with regional disparities and would have a cabinet minister for levelling up and ensure the Treasury looks to approve infrastructure projects outside the South. And, you know, Liz Truss saying very similar things, but that that would continue with a, in a conservative way, uh, with more focus on tax cuts and deregulation, and maybe cutting more red tape to stimulate investment. So I think really this, as I say, is a ba- this whole leadership contest will come down to who conservative uh, party members think they can trust most on the economy. And at the moment, most of them want tax cuts. How popular are they both within the Tory party and with the public? Well, within the Tory party, if you believe the polls, and there's no reason to disbelieve them uh, at the moment, but there is obviously its early stages and this could change and they have fluctuated a bit. But a YouGov poll earlier this week had uh, Liz Truss' clear favourite, 19 points ahead of the Tory party members, ahead of uh, Rishi Sunak. Uh, Liz Truss was on 54% compared to uh, Rishi Sunak, who was on 35%. So there's no doubt uh, all the pollsters agree that Liz Truss starts as the favourite going into this phase of the competition, but that Rishi Sunak could change a lot of people's minds if he's able to get his messages out in the 
critical early weeks of the campaign and use the TV debates and the hustings which are coming up uh, to really ram home that message before Conservative Party members vote. Now, crucially, um, the ballot papers will start arriving on Tory party members' doorsteps and through their letterboxes in the first week of August, so very early in the race. And the anticipation, the expectation is, is that a lot of them will then choose to vote early and then go on holiday. So the disadvantage for Rishi Sunak is that he's he's starting behind and that he may not have time to sort of get his slick presentation skills, his better debating skills uh, out there to convince those Conservative Party members who are sceptical about his record on the economy. He may struggle to do that before they've already decided to tick the box and send their postal ballot or their online ballot back. As you mentioned there, we've got a number of hustings coming up as well as TV debates. Just tell us about them and how important they are in this race. Yep, there's a whole series of hustings around the country over over the next few weeks. So that will give uh, Conservative Party members, councillors, the chance to actually see firsthand the two uh, rivals debating against each other. And for the wider public, there will be two uh, live televised debates. We, of course, had two in the initial phase with, when the field was much bigger. Uh, that one uh, last Friday on Channel 4 and then the second one on ITV. And then the third one, which was planned for Tuesday evening on Sky News, was was pulled after the candidates felt that they were tearing lumps out of each other. It didn't play well. Actually, Labour were taking advantage. And you can see that Labour have already clipped together all these uh, clips of rival Tory uh, Tory candidates attacking each other over the policies. And uh, there was a feeling that that just wasn't good for, for the Conservative Party as a whole. So they decided to pull out of that one. But there is going to be a, or there are going to be two more. There's going to be one on the BBC on Monday, and then there'll be another one on Sky News on August the 4th. Now, these are seen as being crucial because Liz Truss is not seen as such a capable communicator. She's not seen as being uh, such a slick uh, media operator as Rishi Sunak. So there is a potential there that she could stumble in those live debates and that Rishi Sunak convince some of those that he really needs to persuade that uh, he he is really up to the job. So I think those TV debates will be crucial, unlike last time when Boris Johnson was up against Jeremy Hunt. By then, you know, pretty much people had decided, and yes, they did the hustings, yes, they did the TV debates, but by that point, it was pretty much clear that Boris Johnson was going to win and win convincingly. I think this is much more open and I think there's a lot more, uh, there's a lot of people who haven't yet decided. And when will we officially have a new leader of the Tory party? Oh, yes. Well, you'll be delighted to know that there are weeks more of this. Um, it's uh, You're not going to get an answer, I'm afraid, until September the f- or by September the 5th. So uh, basically the ballot will close on September the 2nd and then there'll be a few days while... Uh, the counting takes place and then uh, the new prime minister, the new Tory leader will be announced uh, on September the 5th and will take over uh, the following day. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear more from our deputy political editor, David Bond. Whilst you're here, why not give the leader a rate and follow? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. David, away from the leadership race, Boris Johnson held his last PMQs as Prime Minister. Hasta la vista, baby. Thank you. What will he be doing now in the interim period before a new Tory leader is chosen? Well, um, yes, very entertaining final uh, Prime Minister's questions. Um, Of course, leaving all these questions about whether he might be just thinking about plotting a comeback in the future with his hasta la vista, baby sign-off. Uh, and saying mission accomplished for now. Uh, it just left that question hanging in the air. Uh, but for the short term, you know, he's on his way out and he uh, has got a few more weeks as prime minister. Uh, number 10 say he will be splitting his time between Downing Street and his country residence, Chequers. Of course, there is the possibility that we could have, you know, uh, another major national a crisis, another major national event, which he will have to step in and deal with, or an international crisis, you know, the war in Ukraine still ongoing. So I don't imagine he will vanish completely from public view. But one assumes that things will be relatively quiet for Johnson now as he sort of winds down towards that uh, September departure uh, in, in just a few weeks. Is Boris Johnson expected to remain an MP after he steps down as Prime Minister? That's the anticipation at the moment. Apart from anything else, his constituency... Uh, in Uxbridge, um, is quite tight. Uh, And given the polling and the fact that, you know, the Conservatives have been losing key by-elections recently, if he were to resign as an MP, that would then trigger a by-election which the Tories could lose. And that would be um, very damaging to whoever takes over from him as Prime Minister in in their early days. So I think they will want to avoid that. And at the moment, the anticipation is he will remain on the back benches, certainly up until the next general election, which is a couple of years away. You can read more from David and about the Conservative leadership race on our website, standard.co.uk. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.